Hello everyone, my name is Andrew Chow and it's, yes, it's me again and I'm from Key People of Influence. Today, uh, I'm going to interview a very special friend of mine about image management, about the way we dress uh, at work and especially during interview. So uh, I'm sure all of us heard about this uh, term of personal branding. It's a very big word. It, it, it encompasses a lot of things that we do for uh, audit and we all we also want to uh, be presentable uh, in the way we communicate our brand our personality and our image so today we are very glad to have a very special lady a personal friend of mine okay so i'm going to um share just one picture that we had taken uh, i think about a year ago all right this is the picture that we have taken uh, we were having dinner somewhere at Boogies, I remember, you know, and uh, and and I think uh, somewhere last year, we also had a special event where uh, that event was special to me, but that's a story for another day. And we're taking this picture together. Um, she is somebody is really amazing. And uh, I will leave her to introduce herself, but Right now, let's welcome and join me putting your hands together to welcome Miss Cindy Tien. Yeah, all right, Cindy. Hello. Thank you very much uh, being on my show. So, uh, you know, every time when I have a guest, I always ask them to self-intro so that uh, we can all get to know a little bit more about uh, you. So, yes, maybe you can tell us more about yourself. Uh, it's free for so you can talk about anything. <laughs> sure, sure. Thank you yeah. for inviting me to do this interview, Andrew. It's lovely to be here. So, well, my name is Cindy, Cindy Tian. Uh, thank you for having me here. I've been a corporate trainer and a coach for about the last seven years now. So I come from this company called Imageworks. And what we do primarily is to help people to build a stronger personal brand through their appearance, actions and attitude. So aside from that, I also do some speaking and currently I'm on a, doing a book project now about the topic of true presence. So basically in three things I do, speaking, coaching, corporate training. Very happy to be here to be talking about image and branding. Wow, branding is really, really such a big topic and really thanks for being here. So, um, you know, I... I I always hear people talking about the way we dress and uh, now more so, you know, uh, we we still have a chance to dress up because of COVID. Everybody work from home and so on. But eventually at some point in time, we're going to go back uh, to work and we're going to attend interviews and so on. So I want to fire up the very, very first question to you is, is that what are some of the mistakes that you see people May when it comes to developing a very professional visual image. So, um, what are some of the three things that people really, you know, when they do that, you know, they do themselves disturbance? What are some of the things that uh, you can point out to us? Sure, I think that's a it's a real good question because now even as we move into a lot of working from home and moving into the phase where people talk a lot about authenticity and and that's definitely something that is you know one of my values i truly believe in that i think one of the things that people start to think that thing is that you know having a visual image is superficial 
and it doesn't have to be because essentially your your visual image should represent the best of yourself yeah so think about this you know when you want to buy a product there's a reason why you buy the product right mm. so one thing um, people tend to forget to think about is mm. how do they want people to see them so mm. when we work uh, a lot with leaders and especially executive coaching for leaders and professionals in the corporate industry we always get them to think about what would be the three to five words that you want people to think about you as a brand so for example if you say that okay i'm somebody who is highly meticulous for mm. example that's one of the values one of the traits how do you want to show that part up in you in your visual brand because mm. it's really all about communication right you can't say that you're meticulous and you show up looking totally non-meticulous <laughs> then it becomes like a bit of an integrity so essentially yeah. the visual brand is to show up show you up in a certain way so you especially if you're a leader and you need to inspire and need to influence people it's a very very strong communication tool mm. so that is really the first thing thinking about who you are as a brand and how you want mm. to be represented Personal branding. Mm. yes absolutely and then being able to uh portray that attribute through your form through the, the visual image yeah absolutely right yeah so that's the first first mistake i tend to see people you know make you know and then the second one it's really not thinking about their goals but just following the crowd blindly and one of this really comes up when we have conversations and sometimes people say something like you know but everybody dresses like that mm -hmm. so the thing is again not seeing yourself as a as a personal brand and not asking yourself okay let's say in three to five years down the road you know are you looking for promotion right you know mm -hmm. are you looking step up to be a leader's role and you know thinking about whether you are what kind of perceptions are you showing up at work every day and and you know whether we like it or not people do form judgments about us huh? yes, uh, yes. That, that, that is true you know you know yeah. even though we want to be authentic but we also want to be smart for ourselves huh? mm -hmm. so you know, asking ourselves things like you know how when people look at you what goes into their mind and i always ask them think about three buckets lah. Mm. so we have bucket a which is excellent okay bucket b which is mediocre okay or bucket c which is terrible ah, emt wow excellent yeah. mediocre, terrible mm, okay that's right that's right and mm. the interesting thing is that you know honestly people only remember people who show up excellent or terrible mm. anything that's mediocre it's I mean, it's not memorable, right? especially if you're thinking about the context of you're going to meet a client or you're going for an interview. I'm sure you want to be seen as excellent and yeah. not terrible and mediocre. So that could be one of the goals to think about, showing up the excellent way, which mm. is a part of the brand. Mm. Wow. So listen out there, and if you're listening to this, I want you to think about something that you're really excellent about and something that you're really terrible about so when you're excellent try to show it uh things that you you know that you are really bad at you know uh, please remember to maybe uh, hide it as well as you can and then uh, of course be authentic about it you know so uh, i'm not an image expert but i think most of the time cindy is correct we only remember the very good thing about someone 
and the very bad thing about the someone. So these two things always stand out, you know, it, it's just extreme. Yeah. So mm. what about the very last uh, mistake that people tend to make? Mm. The, the last yeah. And so and of course this appeals to both men and women. So these mistakes are all universal. Yes. Mm -hmm. The the last thing mistake is that people tend to only focus on being attractive, mm. but not respectable. Ah. So that means a girl or a gentleman or, or a lady, it could be just, okay, I just want to look pretty or handsome. Mm. So when they go into that mindset, the trap starts to be a little bit like, okay, girls would start to wear things that are very tight or, you know, mm. sexy. And then a man yeah. tends to also, you know, I want to show off the best wow. part of my yeah. well-built yeah. which yes. work, you know, the focus would be, okay, you look nice, you look pretty, but then what else about you do I want to see? So again, it's also very much about uh, thinking about things like if you are stepping up to be a leader, you want to have a leader's type of an image rather than just look nice, which doesn't lead to anything except for our own ego. That's right. That's so, right. how can you have a look that makes people want to trust you with mm. this, a look that is pretty or handsome? Mm. So, people tend to struggle with that. And sometimes salespeople also, right? You know, they might feel that, all right, I, I want to look very nice. So, I'm going to just be wearing the brightest colors or, you mm. know, uh, being overly sexy. So, these are little mistakes that we tend to see people make. Wow. You know, uh, what you say just reminded me something that we just done together a few months ago. I think dress for success is really dress for the future. If you want a promotion, if you want to be a manager, a leader, we have to dress like one and even walk like one, you know, not just talk like one. I clearly remember that there was a story about an executive that uh, she purposely had an interview and then she excused herself. She walked out of the room for something and then she walked back again. And immediately after she walked back, uh, the people who are interviewing her told her this. From the way you walk out of the room, it makes us feel that you are the boss here. So that is the kind of aura maybe, if I'm used to the word that you portray. And that is really, I think, what we're talking about when we portray certain things that we want people to remember us for. So that is the three three mistakes in the end. And, and of course, we are not done. We're just getting started. We yes, are. we are. Yeah. And the second one that, the second question I will ask you. So then, what are some tips uh, that you can uh, share with us to help someone to look more polished at work? Mm. So sometimes, right, like food, we either live to eat or, or eat to live, right? So some people live to dress, right? They just want, they just love to dress up. They know how to mix and match. Some people do not know and they really do not care. But mm. I think sometimes it's not whether we care or not, but it's whether it's important to us. So what are some things you can help to share to someone to look more polished? Mm, yeah, I'm happy to answer that question because this is, again, some of the usual mistakes that we tend to see because most people, they know how to, they know what to wear, right? Like for men, mm. I mean, we know it's wearing a shirt, wearing pants yeah. or and yeah. ladies wearing jackets. These are not, yeah. these are not rocket signs. Yes. Um, what 
I what we tend to see missing is that people they lack the polish. So mm. how can we look a little bit more polished? Uh, mm. The first thing is really to think about quality. Mm. The quality of the items you're wearing. So yeah. think about good fabrics, for example. That's mm. really important because bad fabrics crumple easily. Mm. Think about true. shoes. Uh. Yeah. Mm. Shoes, shoes. So quality of your fabric, shoes, you know, do your shoes look like it? And remember when I say quality, I don't necessarily mean expensive. Mm. Of course, you know, it, it should look like it's of a good quality leather, right? We don't mm. want your, your shoes to be look like it's yeah. it's very distressed leather to the point where it doesn't look suitable yeah. for work. So good quality items. And I usually tell ladies that if you want to look a bit more polished, wearing mm. a little bit of accessories with shine helps with that. Ah, okay. So for example, a, a pair of earrings, if it has a bit of a shine, it makes the look a bit more elegant and polished. Wow, yeah. yeah. So accessories yeah. with shine, polished mm. metals. Polished metals. Mm. Polished metals. Groomed nails. Mm. Groomed yeah. nails. So these yeah. are little details that make a big difference. Oh yes. Yeah, and then same for men, uh, uh, polished shoes as well. Because I see a lot of men wearing shoes that are uh, look like they came from World War Three. You know, because we're wearing yeah. the same. <laughs> Last yeah. like five years and they haven't changed it, right? Yes, so yes, yes. the little things are show up so much in making a person look very rag ragged. Yes. So polish, we have to pay attention to these details. Yeah. Mm. I I can really resonate with that because I used to be a matchmaker, right? And then uh, uh, often ladies always tell me, right, when they go for a blind date with a guy, even on a blind date, right, the first mm. thing they look is to look down on the mm. shoe and see whether yes. it's a is it polished all right so because shoes really are really, really important and from that point onwards i really took care of my shoe but i realized something and this is just maybe just me and not many guys from is that the way we walk affect how the heels are being worn out so i always mm. have a chance have tendency that the heels are worn out on one on one side so from so if you are walking behind me, you can see that my shoe actually make more sound than necessary because it is now looking like a heel, not like a base. So it's really like a heel. So that is something to correct. But uh, I know not many guys have, have this type of shoe, uh, but you're really right. Uh, a lot of things, it is a lot of small things that make it important. You know totally, totally. Yeah. so for men right we don't have a lot of accessories so i think uh wearing something of a lapel pin uh your mm. things you know really helps and and uh, some type tips are really nice uh um, unless you are going for fashion designer kind of view uh, don't be too uh creative because not many people can really accept that uh, absolutely yeah <laughs> it depends on the industry which we'll talk about in a while also yes yes it's, it really depends so uh yeah so uh make sure that you make sure that anything is supposed to shine shine uh good quality you know uh, mm. i i love korean jacket because at first when you buy a korean jacket it's slim fit it's really so nice after a few mm. wash it's out of shape you know so it's no longer slim fit you know 
it's like Absolutely. you can fit into that what whatever shape that it is forming so uh um yeah so there are certain fabric that looks only good at the beginning but it won't mm. last yeah yes yes yeah. yes uh it's such a fantastic point you know andrew and you know mm. the next thing i wanted to talk about is good fit because uh. again it's very easy to know what to wear but when your fit looks bad huh, no mm. matter how expensive it is it makes the person look bad so for men we i always tell them if you're not sure how to look for good fit please go and get your your shirts and jackets tailored Mm. Because when you go for a tailor, they fit it exactly to your body, and pro provided you find a good tailor that knows how to do it well. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So good fit is so important in the shirt, in the jacket, in the trousers, and we see this very common mistake made by you know, even fresh grads all the way to senior leaders. They just wear things that are overly baggy. It does not flatter mm. them at all. So it makes them look either sloppy, or yes. much older, or worse still, look very outdated. Yes, and I actually, come from like the 80s, you know. Wow, yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, I had one comment, you know. Uh, I had someone who met me for the first time and told me, you look taller in picture, but when I met you, you look shorter. Then I discovered that it was the length of my jacket, plus how high my, my waistline of my pants. If some people like to wear lower, some people wear higher. And sometimes just the inch difference make you look taller or shorter. So I discovered, yeah. you know, and, and uh, I'm not sure whether you agree with me. Uh, you know, totally it, agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Even a little bit, it it still lengthens, right? So if you're a, if you're a yeah. gentleman or, or a lady with, yeah. you know, if you feel that you want to look a little bit taller, that little bit really mm -hmm. helps. So even yes, things yeah. like what you mentioned now. Uh, pulling the pants up a little bit higher, not so high to the point where yeah. it looks odd, but a little bit yeah. higher, fitted well, uh, shoes that has almost a similar color, doesn't have mm -hmm. to be exactly the same, but usually for men it's dark. Uh -huh. And then wearing shoes that are a little bit more pointed if you want to look taller, because that pointed shape does elongate the entire leg. Yeah. 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 So guys, remember, you want to look taller, uh, how, how high you wear your pants actually matters a lot. And uh, I'm not too sure whether it's still a trend that your belt color is the same as your shoe color for men. Is it still? Uh, yes, yes. That's kind of like the corporate uh, un unwritten uh, rule. So oh. generally, and, and again, for work, usually it's just black or brown. Mm. So usually we say that, you know, your, your, your belt and your shoes should be ideally the same color. So if you're wearing black belt, it's black shoes, brown belt shoes ah. and not just the color the finish of the leather should be i should be quite similar as well because you know how certain brown belts they are meant to be worn for jeans yes yes right? that's true yeah then yeah. you want to wear a more formal brown belt a little bit more of a well-stitched mm. brown belt you're wearing mm. brown polished yeah. leather shoes yeah yeah, yeah. any juncture i want to give a tip to a lot of guys out there if you want to save money on belt get some that is uh interchangeable when you pull the uh pull your pocket you can actually change so there's two color uh, maybe black and brown or brown and blue you know i i bought a lot of this i have white belt because i have white shoes you know so so uh yeah buying 
buy so many types would be expensive. And of course, we all need to invest money. So synthesis is really, really very good. And uh, in this part, I think men will need to spend more time. You know, mm. more time looking at, you know, the best, uh, guys, I just want to tell you that the best way to get feedback is to ask three of the best ladies friends. Okay? <laughs> they will tell you a lot of things that your bodies will not have able to tell you because they have no clue as well. <laughs> so, so thanks very much for your second now i have one final question, you know what would you recommend for someone who is dressing up for an interview so you know you know by the time someone is landed with an interview it's already um a better half one you know because a lot of recruiters will have read through your resume check your linkedin get a lot of reference referee and then uh, they shortlist you now you go for first interview how should we dress mm. that's a fantastic question that you know people are always asking so you know of course the easiest thing to say is okay wear a jacket but you know that's really not true again i think the and the, the the we are generally moving towards a more casual dressing in a lot of companies so mm. it's not like uh one one outfit fits every company so it really depends on the industry so we realize that you know after we, we do a lot of work with banking and financial institutions so we realize that the most formal industries are definitely those that's involved with dealing with money mm. so mm. the banking the financial is always formal the other one is legal mm. so if you're working for a law firm you need to be formal hospitality is formal and the last one is government services Ah, so in ah. these industries, you're kind of expected to be a little bit more traditional and hence formal. Mm, okay. So think about the industry, very important. The other thing is, okay, so for example, engineering and, you know, tech industries, they're a lot less formal. Yeah. 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 So yeah. financial technology. So for example, my husband works for FinTech and when he mm -hmm. went for an a couple of years ago they actually told him please do not come formal we are very casual here mm, yes so then that's a very good cue to okay how can i look smart casual and maybe that is a long sleeve shirt without a tie mm. with a folded up sleeve or if you're not sure always ask mm. so you yes. ask them what is the dress code of your company and be specific, right? So if they just say casual, what does it mean by casual? Do you mean mm. like a polo? Would that be acceptable? Sometimes you're not sure if we make guesses, which can be a bit dangerous. If it's the best thing to do is to ask, what do people usually dress? How do people usually dress at work? And my recommendation is always to dress one notch higher. Yeah, one notch higher. Hmm. One notch higher because it shows that you care about the job and it's important yeah. for you. But never ever be underdressed. Yes, yeah. yeah. Actually, yes. I can't agree with you more because, uh, again, my past experience as a matchmaker, you know, when you dress one one notch higher, you know, you get a lot of attention, right? So, so uh, it's very true. But but talking about dress code, right, Sydney, Before you go on, uh, something strikes me. Now there are different levels of description for different uh, levels of dress code. So the highest would be uh. Uh, black tie you then right mm. the high so the black tie would be I, I would say it's so it's usually people wear black tie outfits for 
for mm. very, very formal, like grand scale formula weddings, you know, or, or some sure. super high level hotel type of a, a grand scale mm. events. So mm -hmm. that would be the black tie. Aside, because it's quite a special event, right? Let's say, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. your your entire company, there's this big right. gala dinner. You have to wear a tuxedo. Yeah. But if it's not that kind of a situation, then the most formal, we we at Imageworks, we call it formal business. And that formal. means in most cases, a full suit. Okay. Formal sure. business. Just, yes. That one is one step lower than formal business. Is it? Which one? Is it? What uh, is one step lower than formal business? I heard this ring. I can't remember whether is it casual business, uh, one step lower than formal business. You know that, uh, like every day, day to day. Uh, I I can't remember now, but for example, like uh, smart casual is one kind of dress code, and then I think business there's a formal business, and what is one level that's more casual than formal business? I'm not sure. We call it everyday, everyday oh, business. Everyday business, okay. So, everyday business. That's right. Okay. Mm. So, most of the time uh, for interviews, you have to do your own research and you know, find out from uh, my trick to you in depth. Uh, look for the company on LinkedIn and find somebody who worked there and, and then message this person. What is the address for them? If you still can't yeah. find another way, so go to Google, hit the company, and click on the images about the office and look at the way how people dress there. It works actually. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So so uh yeah, because I'm a researcher, huh? So I'm very good in giving information. So I can mm. just share with you this, right? Uh, mm. okay. So what about colors? Colors send out signals, right? Send out signals. So um what kind of colors would be safe? In kind of colors would be superb for uh, creating first good impression. Mm. So, so one of the things we usually say. So again, it really depends on the industries, right? If let's say you're going for the dressing for the more formal industries, then you might not want to go crazy on the colors. Mm. But for ladies, uh, it's great to have a pop of color. For mm. men. If you're wearing a tie, then that's really an opportunity for you to have a color somewhere. Because what we mm. tend to see again when we tell people formal, they just think that it's black and white, which is yeah, not necessarily yeah. true. It's it's okay to have a pop of color. So ladies, mm. if you're wearing a jacket, for example, it doesn't have to be black jacket, white top. It mm. can be a cream jacket with a blue top. Mm. It's different, right? Yeah. Rather than just the black and white, it's a bit boring and bland. So ladies yeah. have have this um special privilege to wear a bit more colors because usually men, when it comes to to formal dressing, I mean the 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 choice of mm -hmm. colors that men wear usually it's it's charcoal or navy. Yeah. Then yeah. the little cues areas where you can add a bit of colors in would be things like your cufflinks, mm. a bit of trimmings around the cuffs, a bit mm. of trimming around the collar so right. that's an opportunity and usually the formal ties for men if you look at the politi politicians uh, mm. the top most formal colors for men when it comes to tie will be either red blue or gray yeah red is always like presidential you know 
<laughs> yes. Yes. If you want to look formal, and again, in certain industries, so earlier we said that, you know, formal business for interview, but in certain industries, their formal business might not be a full suit. It might be just a long sleeve shirt. So again, always do the research like what you say, Andrew, because it's very odd if someone is interviewing you in a very, very casual outfit and you're showing up too formal. Yeah, yeah. So shows like, you know, you haven't been exposed to what's out there. Sure, sure. So always uh, know what are the rules and then further contextualize it according to the company that you want to work for. And that is very, very important. And I'm sure we have this good friend called Mr. G, Mr. Google. You can always Google it. So it's it, it, so it's really fantastic, you know. So in Chinese, right, we always call it that Yi Zhuang is very, very important. And we have no second chance to make a first good impression. So mm-hmm. if you want to come back again uh, for a second debut, which your chances are really very high, do focus on what you wear the colors, the industry expectation, whether it's at a serious formal industry, and then go down one level to the company culture. Yes. So most of the time, uh, research on how the CEO really dressed. So everybody follow him, right? So so I think that would be a very, very good kind of benchmark. I think this is really a very great session, you know. Uh, at first, we intend uh, to have it like 15 minutes, but you know what? It's already half an hour and uh, we are actually just about wrapping up. But, you know, there is there's really a lot of gems that Cindy can uh, offer because she is really a very authentic person. Uh, a lot of her videos uh, that she shared uh, on LinkedIn itself are very inspiring. Uh, she's multi She's also trained in EQ. So uh, uh, please look her up, uh, befriend her on LinkedIn. And after all, if, if you're watching this, you are on a personal branding course. So the more you are connected to, the better. And uh, Cindy is one of the best in the business for presenting your image. So this is highly crucial. Uh, if you are doing my course, uh, I only tell you the framework but this is really a specialist that really drilled down to the necessary things. So, Cindy, really thank you very much for being on our show. And uh, uh, what is there any uh, final advice that you want to share with people before we end? Oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I think the last thing is, you know, something basic, but people tend to forget, huh, is mm. that we all, people trust people that look alert and fresh. Yes. <laughs> So what that means is for ladies, uh, mm-hmm. we are not particular about insisting whether lady puts on makeup or not. You know, that's not mm-hmm. the point. But if you find that makeup can help you look a bit fresher, then our recommendation is make use of it. Not so much prettiness, but how do you make yourself look fresher? Because sometimes we're tired, right? You know, we don't sleep mm-hmm. enough, but dark eye circles. And we look when we look tired and worn out, it's mm-hmm. kind of gives people the perception that you know, you can't work very hard. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes they forget that the power of grooming and looking fresh is so important. So ladies, we recommend a bit of makeup if it helps you to look fresher. And then for men, little things like, you know, uh, making sure you scrub your face, you know. I, I'm yeah. not sure about you, Andrew, but I realized that a lot of men, their skin looks very tired. So mm. even using things 
like a men's facial scrub. If you do it once every week, now it helps to remove the dead skin cells and the skin yeah. comes alive a bit more. And yeah. generally, that looks fresher. And even mm. sales position, leadership position, you mm. are in a you're in a going for a meeting where you want to impress. Yeah. Looking fresh will help yeah. you to get really far and not yeah. tired. Look. I strongly agree because uh, last week I did a facial and I can't imagine how much dead skin I measure come up. So, you know, uh, some of you may be best blessed with good genes, uh, but don't depend uh, your whole life on it. We still need to maintain whatever our parents give to us. So even you look young at 60 years old, I think there's always room for improvement. I think facial is really important. And uh, yeah. I think uh, there are really a lot more gems that you can go go and talk to Cindy, connect with her, and most importantly, go and check her company out uh, of any of the uh, latest course that you can take part. And this will be an awesome time that uh, you can uh, jump in again, race a game for your future, for your career portfolio. So uh, Cindy, thank you very much. And this is Andrew Chow on behalf of Key People Influence, we're going to say goodbye and we have a final message for you.